What's going on? What's up? Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borquez. I'm Sarah C. What's going on? What is happening in Minnesota? Well, it's really nice. It's nice to be in fall weather. It's very green, but the fall leaves are starting to change. Ooh. So it's very exciting and very exciting that I'm not still stuck in that 90 degree fire heat where you are. Ooh. Sorry about your luck. Yeah, it's, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, what else has been happening? Um, not much. So you guys were coming to you today to talk about the Stassi interview that aired today. Um, so we thought we'd talk about that a little bit. But before that, we have a little bit of business to talk about. Um, Sarah, there's super exciting news here on the West Coast. Sir opens on September 23rd. They're finally opening. Oh, so, okay. So I'll be there the 23rd. You know, I, I want to be the first one there to say hello to Peter and, you know, Guillermo. <laughs> Will he be there? Because I heard, you know, Peter has a new manager. It was breaking news. So will he be there? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Do you see those articles? No. Mm, okay. There was a there was a big blow up. Maybe uh, same PR agent as Kristen Stassi. I don't know. There's a huge article on Peter Magical's next move, and as we all know, celebrity Peter. I, I the paparazzi is probably camped outside of his apartment right now, just waiting for his next move. Waiting. Waiting. Exactly. Exactly. There's 24 hours in a day. You know, he can he can figure out a way to maneuver around them. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how he's going to fit it in. <laughs> I really don't. All right. Before we get into it, we have a lot of birthday shout outs. And you, you guys, you know, apologies for the ones we missed. Um, I was going off the birthday thread, which, you know, I, I, I paced into a thing, but sometimes we missed. Sometimes you guys miss the birthday threads. So I did another shout out. So let's just get into that first. Okay. okay let's do it. So happy. There's a lot of belated. So sorry about that, but we're still going to shout you out. Um, happy belated birthday, Cherry or Sherry. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Sherry Thompson, September 5th. Sarah Murray, close personal friend. I mean, woo, haven't woo. met you, but we know you. We know your mama. September 5th. Okay, we've got Jennifer, either Louis or Louis L. on September 13th. We missed Amy C. We know you very well in the group. Uh, she was in August, so I don't know how we missed that. You must not have been in that original thread, so I didn't paste it. Sorry about that, but happy belated birthday, Amy C. Uh, shout out to Rena's husband, Tom, uh, back on September 9th. Um, Tom is a personal favorite of Sarah talking in cursive, which I absolutely love that description. Me love too. It. It's, a, it's a very kind fun way of celebrating me okay so we have Susanna K dot C um, celebrating her big birthday on September 18th which is tomorrow which is basically like you know depending on your time zone coming up in hours 
um, she's celebrating a big one, the big 5-0. Nice. So ha- happy 5-0, Susanna. Uh, been there during this COVID. There's not much we can do, but feel for you. Yeah, it sucks. Um, <laughs> Lisa, yeah. We've all, so many of us have celebrated big milestones, and yeah, it sucks, but we're kind of all part of a group. So We're all okay. in this together, guys. All in this together. Yeah. Um, coming up, Lisa Christoffery, September 28th. Elizabeth Hannah turns 30 on 9-22, September 22nd. So another big one. Uh, Leslie R. Leslie Russell on September 18th. Again, tomorrow or today when you're listening, probably. Um, Alexander Lockhart, Alexander L. on September 27th. We got our fave, met her in person at the Kentucky Castle, Penny. Penny. Shout out to Penny P. Love you, Penny. She's our OG, long-term fave. So positive. Wonderful, wonderful woman to hang out with. We'll hang out with you anytime. Kind of miss you. Kind of kind of want to just go back just to hang out with Penny. Um, she's coming up on September 25th. We missed, uh, well, Maria Angela wants to shout out her mom, Teresa May, which was on September 13th. So I hope your mom had a great birthday. and Happy birthday, mom. Um, yeah. She's been going through some struggles. So, hey, just a little shout out to you. Keep on keeping on. And we love you for listening and hope you're doing well. We missed Lisa T. S. Tomlinson Slater on 9/11. Same birthday as my sister, so shout out to you. It's always a rough one, so thank you, Lisa. Kelly C. Kelly Campbell on 9/24 September 24th coming up. Lana E. on September 26th. We got a lot. We got a lot of stuff going on. So yeah. happy birthday to all of you guys. I hope you either had a great one or will have or are having one. So yes. There you go. Happy birthday. Yeah. So I know we're going to talk about the Stassi interview. Um, I know a lot of you guys are not on board with that, and that's cool. Um, we'll talk about some other things going on, and we'll get into what we witnessed and our take on that unfortunately for me it was very weird so you guys have been in Denver and then I've been in Minnesota and I didn't realize this interview aired at 11 a.m. I was thinking see I watched Tamron Hall but I watched her on ID so it's a nighttime thing for me so I thought it was going to be a nighttime interview I wasn't really thinking about stuff and then I realized it was on some weird channel here at 11 a.m., which I had already missed. So I ended up just watching all the YouTube clips, bits out of sequence, out of order, read all the articles. So I'm going to lead on Holly for sequence. But I, I definitely watched, I saw the whole thing, just I'm, I'm not sure in what order I saw them because I had to go to many different sites. Um, yeah, I think uh, now the full interview is up. Um, we'll link it. We'll, um, I don't know. Like, do we want to link this? Like, I I am proud of our podcast, though, because I feel like um, I've noticed that uh, some of the other podcasts aren't covering it. And I feel like people do want to, like, kind of 
you know, hash it out and talk about it a little bit. So I don't think it hurts just to, you know, talk about what was said and, you know, get some closure to the situation. And I don't know. Well, here's the deal. You guys that are not interested, Cameron Hall does really go to task with her and really hits hard. And she does it so well and does it in a in a tone and delivery delivery that really mm, you, you kind of know her feeling on the matter is I guess what I'll say you know when she recapped a certain thing we'll get into it but um, it, it it was worth watching it definitely wasn't comfortable no so if you want to see someone come at her Barbara Walters style maybe not as hard as old school Barbara Walters, but Tamron does her best and does it measured and balanced. Um, I don't know. It, it, it was interesting. Uh-huh. But definitely have insight and uh, I guess opinions and perspective on this, but uh, I found leading up to this, you know, I think they're gearing up again, her PR team they were leaking photos. Oh, Stassi photographed, you know, very pregnant now, six months, outside shopping and lunching at Neiman Marcus. And I thought, well, if you want, like, kind of a pity story, a sob story, oh, all my paychecks have been hit, are you shopping at Neiman Marcus? Are you lunching at Neiman Marcus? Like, aren't you hitting Target or maybe TJ Maxx? Like, I would be. If I've lost my job, I'm not going to Neiman Marcus. Quite honestly, I don't really go there anyways because, you know, I'm a cheap-ass bitch. But, you know, is the sympathy there? Oh, she lost her podcast, her book, her job, her everything, but you're still shopping at Neiman Marcus? Maybe the empathy's not there yet, you know? Yeah. I, I thought it was a poor choice. If that was a planned PR stunt poor choice if that was a random shot okay well then you're exposing her for like well she's not afraid she's still shopping at Neiman's cool yeah I don't know maybe I'm being too judgy yeah I don't know I I, I don't know I don't know what the right thing is either um I'm gonna change the subject super quick and then we'll get back into it did you know did you see that um Randall's mom, who I follow on Instagram, she posted that she had um, that grandchild number five has been born, and she's like so pleased that the baby boy now has a name, and they named the baby Bowden Emmett Conrad. Bow like bow spelled like Bowden Bowden mm-hmm. Emmett Conrad. So I thought, wow, that's like a little nod to Bow. Just that I'd share that. Okay. But it's not Randall's child. No, it's not. So it's his sister or I don't know. I have okay. no I don't know his um Yeah. Well speaking of Bo, he's been going to the Belmont for his Ramily in his full Ram gear. Yeah, and it looked like he was also he also got to go to like the stadium and do like a tour as well. Um, hmm. which was I mean But but nobody was there. It was only family and friends. It was like five hundred people that were only allowed and they were like spread out so far. Well, oh what, at the stadium? Mm-hmm. For the game. I mean, so that's pretty lucky that he got to go, right? 
Did he go to the game or he just got a tour? Um, I don't think he was invited. It was family and friends. There was only 500 people in that huge new stadium that they christened. Oh, the it's, it, it was a sneak peek influencer tour of the stadium. Wow. So he's an influencer. He's that's, an influencer for the that's Rams. Scary. Yeah. That, they, it, that's scary. Yeah. That scares me a, a whole lot. Yeah, the Rams are, they want Bo on their team. (laughs) Wow, okay. So, you know, Clippers, Lakers, you know, you got Jack Nicholson, Bailey Crystal. Oh, I guess the Rams have Bo Clark. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I know that I stayed glued to his social media just for the Rams updates. I'm like, what, you know, what outfit is Bo going to put together this time? Is it going to be like Birkenstocks with a... A jersey, or is it going to be Crocs? Like, you know, what what's he going to give us? But that's crazy. It is. It just goes to show that, like, you got to just put it out there what you love, and you never know. You never. Oh, oh, yeah. You sure. never know. Like, it's he's no, living sure. the dream. Like, no, no follow on him. I'm I'm just sad that the Rams are like they consider Bo an influencer. That's sad for the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. No, go Bo. Go do your do your thing. Cool. I mean, it like inspires me to do my thing. Like I I wish that I had something like that that I could be promoting, but um honestly, actually at this point, I think you just put on some Rams gear and I think you would be an influencer. Yeah, maybe I should just, you know, like I I, get I did I was in a halftime show for the Rams. Just so you guys know, I am like semi-famous. I was in a Rams halftime show twirling baton you know probably mm, I don't know 1988 or something so there you well, go see, that's funny you say that because that same year I was in a halftime show for the all-stars game the major league all-star baseball game whatever and my choreographer for the I was a flag girl um was the choreographer for the sound of music which I thought well that seems weird like shouldn't she be really old but anyways um so we have that in common and that's when i saw pete rose like they were doing the national anthem and he was spitting chew during the whole thing and i was like and granted he's canadian so he doesn't really need to like honor our anthem but you don't need to spit chew during it either have you so ever I have you ever tried like chew that. no Okay, I was trying to impress a boy. I, I'm, I'm going to say this was like, I was... You do that with a cigar, Holly, not chew. Oh, I've done that too. I've done the cigar thing too, but it did not like... Okay, so I I was trying to impress a boy and we went to the movies and he was like, try this. And I was like, I don't, I don't like that. Like, I literally just don't like the taste, you know? And he's like, yeah. no, try it. So I did trying to look cool, like... um like side note it's not sexy to like have that in your mouth and like maybe like kiss the person after so anyways i i put it in my mouth and i got violently sick i puked like all in the parking garage you dizzy i was so dizzy like i i how do people do that i don't know i i draw the line at like the shredded big chew chewing gum me too yeah (laughs) but like like now like if i even smell it like i i go right back i'm just like i cannot it's like the same thing as like jaeger you know it's like i can't do it anymore yeah okay speaking of getting dizzy 
So I went on this hike in Denver, okay? Holly knows. Holly's children got sick. Holly, I think you yourself has, have gotten sick. But mm-hmm. driving up to Big Bear, which is only like, what, 4,700 feet, 5,000 max? I think it's 8,000. Well, okay, well, let's ask Jax, okay? Yeah. So I, I've driven up so many times. And the last few times, I've actually had to pull over at a little rest area because I was nauseous. And I'm driving, Made myself sick, kind of, kind of dry heaved, got nauseous, sick. Six thousand, uh-huh. six thousand seven hundred square feet. Okay, there you go. Wait, square, um, why did I say square, usually, feet? <laughs> square, square feet? Square feet. That seems a little weird. It's a mountain, Holly. Um, elevation. Okay. And then when I camp here, I always get sick Friday night, and I think, oh, am I hungover? It's like no, and I realize oh, the next day I'm fine. It takes a little bit of time for me to acclimate. Holly, when she drove up, okay, you guys remember when we went and stayed at Rob's uh, Seven Minute TV, Rob's cabin in Big Bear. That's when I threw up at the side of the road, just sober, driving up, just elevation sickness. So did Holly's kids. And you had to pull over because they got sick. Yes, Ronnie got sick. We had to pull over. She puked like three times. I was like eight months pregnant. It was making me so sick. And I've yeah. I've literally never gotten um, like motion sickness like that before. Like from the, you know, whether it be, I don't know. It was just like a bad sitch. It, but. It's motion because it's, you know, switchbacks and curvy, curvy. But at the elevation, the combination yeah. is just a lot mm-hmm. and I know this about myself so my friend was like oh, okay let's go on this hike I'm like okay cool I'm down for anything I just I'm a little worried about the elevation because it takes me a while to acclimate I'm not from here um oh you've been here a week I'm like yeah I've been in the city not in the mountains so even driving up the top down it got real cold and he's like, put your jacket on. I see the goosebumps on you. I'm like, no, I can't put the jacket on. I need to remain cold. The worst thing when you're nauseous and you're getting elevation sickness or is to be warm. Oh, you, you need to be cold. Yeah. I'm like, no, trust me. I would love to put my jacket on. I go, but that will make things worse. So I was already feeling it driving up the mountains just to get to the hike. Okay. Just to get to the hike. Oh, he says, oh, I did an easy one because you were whining about the elevation. It might be a problem. Oh, you get elevation sickness? I'm like, yeah. I'm just, I, I went and got, like, I know the magnet bracelets are for seasickness, but I thought, well, it's not going to hurt. So I got some magnet bracelets, did everything I could, was loading up with electrolyte, water, whatever. I, I, I'm literally two minutes in, 700 feet up, and I'm like, <laughs> actually driving up the mountain – He's like, it's in your head. It's in your head. I'm like, really, motherfucker? Because driving up the mountain, I was already shallow breath and nauseous. So don't think it's in my head, but whatever. So I'm like, (sighs) and then you just feel out of shape. And I'm like, okay, you've seen me at the gym. I kill it on cardio. But I was like, (gasps) I may sound just you know like a 90 year old man on with emphysema whatever and i mean don't you don't you remember on parent trap like the you know the new the new girl like she's like i work like my trainer says i'm in good shape she had a great body and she was out of shape on the hike like i mean she was like out of breath on the hike like it's a different kind of cardio yes 
that's what I was explaining. And I was like, first of all, my gym's been closed for six months. All I do is, well, you say you run stairs. Are you lying? I'm like, no, I'm not fucking lying. I, I literally have closed caption TV at the school to witness me if I really need to pull it. Okay. I literally, but my stairs are like, they're not infinite. You go up, you go down. It's not. So this hike was six miles up, six miles down, and you go to almost 13,000 feet. Well, it turns out, so I was getting really pissed off and frustrated because you're just like running ahead. And I, my biggest thing is I don't want to hold anyone back. I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to slow anyone down. So if I say I'm going to quit, it's because of that. It's not because I'm like, I'm a quitter. I'm like, no, I'll do it on my own. But I don't want to hold anyone back. Well, whatever argument ensued. You're a quitter. I'm not a fucking quitter. I just, I'll do it on my fucking own. I don't want to hold you back. Well, it turns out, so I, I muscle through and we do it. Turns out we get done three hours. And he actually didn't believe it. But I said, actually, I have the log time because I took a picture driving up the mountain at 1147, which was about 15 minutes before we started the hike. So we started about 12, got done by 315, did 12 miles in three hours, three hours and let's say 10 minutes. Um, I was talking to Ryan today and he was talking about his 14 mile hike. Mine was a 12 and his was flat road, flat road. And took him and this other super fit guy four hours. He's like, wow, three hours, 12 miles and six straight up. He's like, that's an insane amount of time. That's crazy. So, you know what? I don't feel so bad for being like... <gasps> I, I mean, I remember I remember well, the first time that, um, you know... But we, I, was, yeah. I wanted to be you. Choppered out. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Oh, don't get me started about that chopper one. I don't even... I can't talk about that hike. It's all I kept thinking about, but finish. Sorry. Oh, my God. No, I was just going to say that um, when Chad and I first moved to L.A., like the number one thing I wanted to do was Runyon Canyon. I was like, I cannot wait. I want to see all the celebrities. Like, and so I, you know, had my workout gear on, my proper shoes. And Chad, you know, reluctantly came, you know, because I forced him. And I think he was wearing like motorcycle boots and jeans, like not ready <laughs> to hike at all. So I like go, you know, tearing off, like I'm going to, you know, I don't know, see Julia Roberts or something. And I'm not kidding, like, the first three minutes, I couldn't breathe. It was so embarrassing. Like, everyone else was just like, da 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 Chad's up the hill in jeans, and I'm like, ah, no, but I, I just, I don't. Well, I, I see Chad on the beach. Chad wears that same outfit to the beach. I'm uh, like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> so he's, I, yeah. I got yeah, I got the visual. So, yeah, I don't know. It's incline and... Just it up and he had no problem? Nope, no problem. No, no, like not breathing hard, nothing. I just, you I, actually, you work out so much and he doesn't. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's it's annoying. Yeah, it, it is. It like, it makes me question everything, you know? It's just like, I, I, I don't That's get it. Compare. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into it. Do we have any other social media stuff going on? Um, okay, well, Katie cut off her hair, and it looks fantastic, and I love it, but it also kills me at the same time because her hair is like everybody. Her hair is so fantastic. Yeah. So good for her, and she did it herself, and it looks great, and I love it. But I'm like, also like, oh. 
Maybe it doesn't grow back as thick and strong and long. Uh, she looks like, like the type know. that her hair grows back, though. I bet it does. But mm. yeah, who knows? She's getting up there. I mean, her mom doesn't have that hair. Yeah, that's She's true. That, so, I don't know. Um, Lisa came out with her podcast finally. She dropped a few. I started to listen on the airplane, but then I was listening to her on Heather McDonald's, which there was nothing groundbreaking, but there was some interesting little nuggets. Like she said, because she was asking her about, you know, adoption, having kids. And she had said, you know, they had Pandy and then adopted Max, a sight unseen. And so it was very weird that he turned out looking like Ken, but they tried to go adopt again so that Max wouldn't feel, you know, alone or whatnot. But the social services in London turned them down saying they were too old. And Lisa was 35 at the time. Oh, wow. Isn't that horrible? Yeah. It's like, wow. I mean, yeah, I guess Ken would be 50 or something. But it's like they already had young kids. They wanted to adopt and provide an you know, good home for another, but you're too old. What a, 35. what a mistake that was. Someone, yeah. some kid, some poor kid could have had a, you know, family. That's a bummer. Yeah. Sad. Mm-hmm. So that's why they kind of, you know, just let it go. But yeah, I didn't realize they had moved here to LA when Pandy was two. And then, you know, they spent like 10 years and then moved back to the English countryside then to the south of France. So Pandora, she said, she turns her accent on and off like she has American friends, so she'll talk American. I'm like, I really want to hear that. I want to hear Pandora talk American the way James Kennedy talks American. I really yeah, want that. Yeah, totally. I think it would just be fun. Yeah. But anyways, all it, anything else? Um, Jax and Britt are uh, breaking news. They're making more corn. But this time, to their plate, they're adding, you know, some taters. So they yeah. got corn and potatoes. And then also on the same plate as the corn and taters, they got some uh, some kind of fried item, which I think it, it, I blew it up. It looked like a bacon wrap pickle. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. But it was a lot of um, yellow. Okay. A lot of, a, a lot of tan. Yeah. Which is never great. And that, you know, maybe add some green in there and you don't have to work off that uh, Peloton so much. And and IG story your Peloton journey 19 hours a day. Maybe just, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like, green. it's pretty impressive, like the way they look with how they eat. You know, like, um, I was just talking to my mom about this, how like, it's just crazy how like, what was I? Oh, I ate a snap pea today a snap pea and my mom's like hmm she's like I think I remember those being very carby and I was like mother like why have we gotten to this place of like we're healthy or like some you know these things aren't bad for you like you can't think of it like that like our diets have just made us insane where it's like oh I can't eat a carrot oh I can't eat a snap pea I can't have a a banana banana. yeah a banana or so I came home and my family's like, well, you look great and everything. And what are you doing? And so I looked at instantly. I'm like, oh, oh, this, this, and this. 
that's pro- if you're trying to do this diet, I go, that's a problem, that's a problem, that's a problem. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm not doing keto, but I'm just saying if you're trying to do this, this banana right here, this carrot right here, this, um, there's something else, something else that was healthy or, or clementine, I go, these are problems. I go, I don't think they're problems in real life. I think we should eat these things because they are from the earth. They're natural. Mm -hmm. But if you're trying to do keto, here's your problem right here. So my sister goes, oh, well, I only put half a banana in because I I just have to have a banana in my smoothie. I'm like, yeah, but that's your day's carbs. She's like, no, it's like 26 grams. I go, yeah, if you're trying to do keto, which she was trying to do, I'm like, you're 20. So... 20 yeah. to 30 like so you just ate up all of your carbs for the day for half a banana in a smoothie which i'm sure has other carbs in it like berries are great but they're still gonna have a couple so like you gotta think and and you think yes eating a carrot's great eating a banana's great and i do think in the world it's fantastic but if you're trying to do a specific diet like a keto it's gonna not work because you're out of balance with that shit Mm -hmm. and that's why I kind of stopped with that like I'm you know I still I avoid potatoes and I avoid carbs and but if I want a fucking piece of peanut butter toast I'm gonna eat it if I want a baked potato gonna eat it yeah Um, and I I feel like and I feel like um, that's what I'm kind of searching for in like Brittany and Jax's food journey is like the balance and they're just there doesn't seem to be a balance the balance just seems like they like like a good hearty comforting meal which awesome like that's great but um yeah like my my diet senses do go off when i look at their meals i'm just like whoa like Like that's corn and potatoes yeah like and fried um whatever fried shit that was i don't know and it's even gonna start looking better like as the the weather gets a little cooler it's been like kind of gross (laughs) looking at their meals because it's so hot i'm like yuck how are they even eating like a pot roast when it's 100 degrees like it's i don't know yeah 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 we're being super judgy and you know you go you eat your corn you eat potatoes enjoy them girl yeah it's all about choices. It's like, okay, that's yeah, totally. extra time for cardio. But, you know, totally. I don't enjoy corn enough to do an extra, like, three hours on cardio. I'm like, I just, you know, I love corn, but mm, maybe I just don't eat the corn and I have to do less cardio. Cool. Yeah. Or the potato. Love potato. I just, I just hate that we look at a plate and think we have to do more cardio. You know, like, it's so, it, ugh. I wish, yeah. I wish our bodies were just naturally... I wish we could just actually eat natural foods yes. like that yeah. and be like, okay, this comes from the earth. Yes. We're not eating McDonald's and Carl's Jr. We're eating real food, but yeah. no, it's a problem. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> it's annoying. So, yes. I mean, good for them for having like home cooked hearty meals that they love and they work it off and they show us and cool for them. Awesome. It's just, you know, when he's an asshole to other people, it's just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Fuck you. Anyways. All right. So into the interview. Yes. Okay. All so. Right. I'm let you lead because you guys, I had to watch in clips because strangely enough, I thought, so I, I've watched Tamron Hall. I always associate her with the nighttime because I see her on ID channel. As I say, I've, I didn't l- realize- I've never heard of her. Because mm, you don't watch ID Channel. I don't watch TV. 
or oxygen yeah anyway she's always on like a crime show hence why I know her okay I didn't know she had her own talk show let alone at freaking 2 p.m. 1 p.m. 11 a.m. apparently here so I so Holly's like are we on I was like oh wait oh it must be tonight so I was like I didn't even bother looking I'm like oh it must be tonight on ID or something oh no I googled it it's uh, 11 a.m. which it already passed on some channel that we don't get and Holly's like, no, it's on regular ABC. Well, I looked that up. Yes, in California, it's regular ABC. Here, it's on some weird channel, which we don't get. I still tried to DVR it. Couldn't do it. Then I tried to log into my California account. And they're like, nope, nope, not going to work. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, okay, well, there's going to be articles. There's going to be YouTube Yeah, clips, it's so. fine. It actually, you know, it wasn't the full time or anything. And I'm sure you saw enough, so... It's fine. Yeah. Was it like 20 minutes total? Um, I I think it was, it went from like 1 to 140 with commercials. And then the end of the show was something else. But, um, yeah. yeah. From tw- what, yeah. From what I gathered, it was like a, a medley show. Like she had something else going on. But, yeah, I saw most of the video clips and then I read every article. So I think I, I think I got it all. All right. But I'll let you lead in sequence, and okay. I'll just chime in. Okay. Okay. So um, they started off, and you know they're like, "This is an exclusive conversation with Stassi Schroeder, the ex star of Vanderpump Rules," and it you know it shows like you know some dramatic shots of her. Um. And they kind of start off by going through all the things that she, you know possibly needs to apologize for whatever uh they mentioned that she was fired in june um for you know her some actions that came up from the past uh they mentioned the 2017 oscars the me too movement and her nazi chic moment um they mentioned that she was dropped by her talent agency fired from bravo and the show and um so for some reason, I don't know why, I pictured that this was going to be in person. So when I saw that it was like a Zoom call, it threw me off a little bit. Um, right. Did you did you think it was going to be in person? I mean, I guess they can't right now with everything that's going on. So Yeah, I guess I, I hadn't thought about it that much. And then when I saw her in her outfit with the, the background, um, I, I was like, oh, that's right. We're back in covid zoom Mm -hmm. country yeah yeah so um yeah so about the setup i'm just going to critique the setup really quick i was really disappointed in how stassi was lit and how she like no one instructed her on where to look and a lot of people are like yeah but i don't know where to look on a zoom call it's like this is what stassi does for a living how many to how many times did they sit well, there and film they know how to film why wasn't this reunion. why wasn't this set up yeah like i just don't see the excuse for her looking down the way that she did and being lit the way that she was like that's so weird yeah she already had a setup great during the reunion yeah so. yeah so um that was a little bit disappointing i thought like but. i i personally understand because as i mentioned last week like i was like new to zoom and freaking like weird on sheena's and 
but she already did the reunion which took hours and they prepped and they tested so she's an expert at this point so yeah um okay so right away um tamron you know references that she's five months pregnant and you know she's here now to well wait before you get into that the background which you thought was katie's yeah it that it's not her house i I don't think and someone yes someone i felt like it was i felt like it was like and then right below right behind there was that grass shrubbery wall and then she's such a white aesthetic person it's just weird though i went all through her instagram and bows and i don't see that floor in any of their photos Mm. and um i don't and and, yeah i don't know and i just i feel like she's been leaving katie's house a lot i actually thought it was katie's at first but then i'm seeing all over social media that they're saying that that was a green screen and they put that background in but i I don't see how that's possible with the floor and everything so if anyone has insight on where she was when she did that interview let us know because i'm curious okay well that well there were a lot of books like it was very settled in on the bookshelf aspect yeah um my um, two cents on this is like i don't understand her outfit choice i understand modest and minimal and basic because that's how you should be right now Mm -hmm. but the black first of all black they always say whenever you're going on screen don't wear black or white or no like really super bright colors so it confused me because a i felt like the black cast shadows on her face and then like you know she hasn't been able to get a roots done or whatever like i felt like it cast shadows on her face but it was also like neckline and it was thick and bulky and it made her look big and then just like a big you know like i i I, and then the color i I was like why wouldn't you just go for something kind of like she loves her beige her tan her nude she loves her stassi blue like something not bright and bold and offensive like not a bright red obviously but like she could go for some kind of blue undertone or beige or gray but the 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 black it was just like bulky it was high to her neck it was thick it was like a chunky fucking sweater like it it just didn't do her any favors I, i i didn't understand the choice but yeah um i thought i mean to me whatever um I don't know. I I am liking, though, like, I I felt like we could definitely tell she was pregnant. Like, I like seeing changes in her. That's cool. Um, And the black, I felt like, did contrast that white, you know, wherever she was sitting, if that's her living room, Katie's, wherever it was, it kind of was a contrast to that. But with the white but it just didn't do her personally. Yeah, I also thought that her contouring, whoever did, like if she did her makeup herself or if someone did it, the contouring was really overdone or maybe the camera picked it up weird on Zoom. Like I could see like a stripe going right down her nose and like to the tip of her nose how they do. I thought that looked kind of weird. Um, Like she has a cute nose. She doesn't need to do that. I I don't know. Um, Yeah, so that was my only feat. pancakey, pancakey, but... You know, I'm not, she's trying to look pretty. She's pregnant. She looked great. I thought she looked great. She looks healthy. Good for her. Her eyes looked pretty. Whatever. I mean, it, it was an uncomfortable thing. Yeah. 
Um, okay, not, so... Not ripping on her looks. I just thought it was a weird um, physical clothing choice because it wasn't her at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have I have seen some comments of people, you know, kind of uh, giving some feedback on how she looked and stuff, and people are like, don't, you know, shame a pregnant woman. And I don't think that's what that it, this is. And actually what I liked about this is I liked that it was from the shoulders up. Like, it wasn't well, about that, that yeah. you know, and it was exactly. very much just... Um, I would never, I'm not, I would never, and nor are we, because it was shoulders up. Yes, I'm exactly. It was like neck, it was a weird neckline, something she would never wear, and it was just like a big black, thick, chunky blob yeah. which she would never normally wear. Yeah, it was... I don't know if she was trying to be conservative, but there's a different way to be conservative. And she knows how to do it, because she, she masters that, like, beige conservative look. Yeah. You know? And usually she even has, like, a, a little, like, um, like, she'd even put, like, a little blazer over it or something to, like, bring that line down or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it was very out of characteristic, I, I felt like, for her. Yeah. But I think she was trying, I, I, in my mind, I imagine she was trying to do that. So we didn't talk about her outfit. We didn't, you know, it was all about what she was talking about. I, yeah, that's I a know. good point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay so, um, they basically start talking and, um, you know, Tamron's kind of like, now why, why are we doing this now? Like what, why have you decided to speak on this now? Like what, oh. you know, what's going on? And um, Stassi just kind of started by saying, you know, she's like, I needed to, before I spoke on it, I needed to process my feelings and like, and what, and, and really know like what I was, what was happening to me and like what was going on. Um, so I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I thought that, yes, that's true. You know, she should be processing what went on and everything, but I, I don't know. Um, I'm, a critique but, of that. A critique of that would be like I, I felt like she was like how this happened to me. You know, like this has happened to her, and so she, now she needs the time to you know get her footing back. When I feel like in if you were Faith or something like you, you don't get that luxury of getting to sit back and be like, I'm no. going to figure out how to handle this. Right, you don't. And Faith, when this resurfaced again for her second time in her life she had to jump on her opportunities because guess what faith isn't handed these opportunities anymore right now so she had to jump on what she could to get her her word out she didn't even start this again this happened randomly through you know a friend that whatever but it's like you don't get that opportunity Stassi does and she's getting this luxury so I I really thought Tamron's question was very um it was hard hitting, you know. She was she was empathetic with her. She's like, "Well, I can't believe you're doing this. You're pregnant because I can't imagine. I have a 15 month year old." You know, she was very empathetic, but she's like, "Why are you doing this?" She's like, "Why now?" She's like, "You're not getting a paycheck. Your book deal, your podcast, everything. You lost your agent. Everything's down the toilet. So why do we? Why are you talking now?" She's like, "Obviously, you need to book." meetings uh, you, and you can't with this hovering over your head you need a paycheck so why now like she was very much uh, pigeon holing her like like and, and Stasi just 
she got very uncomfortable as she probably should be because she was like I'm just trying to be a better person and I'm trying to do this and be an example for my daughter but like Tamron was not letting go of the the point so I appreciated that yeah um I mean, just to, like, jump all the way ahead, for me, I feel like, once again, Faith should have been a part of this conversation. They should have had a segment where where she said, guess what? Faith has Mm -hmm. agreed to come on. Why don't you guys talk about this? I feel like that would be so healing for everyone. Like, once again, Faith does not get to be heard. We're not being, just like on the show, how they snuffed that out. Um, we're not we're well, not getting to to hear. Everyone's over her now. Now the limelight is back on Stassi and Kristen because they're both coming out. Well, and I just I felt like when she was speaking about you know why what she did was wrong and everything, um, I still and I mean this is totally just my opinion, but I still couldn't quite tell that like Stassi understood really what she did and like and what that could have meant for faith i mean she 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 said that it was just a joke it was just a joke between her and her friends they thought that they solved a crime um that they're and i just and it's like let's say let's say that it was a joke let's let's agree with stassi's you know that that's kind of what she's going with that it was a joke and she didn't actually call the police and you know all this stuff so it's like even if that is a joke, like, is that an appropriate joke? Like, and is she sorry for that? And has she realized what that could have meant? I think I was looking for her to, like, walk me through what that looked like a little bit. Like, you know, Tamron, I didn't realize that when I was making this joke or, you know, saying yeah. that, that she stole Jax's car or all of these things, I didn't realize what how that could affect her life. I feel like if I would have heard something like that, if yeah. she was walking through and empathizing with what Faith deals with on a, a daily basis, then maybe I could have been like, she gets it. But um, I just, I didn't quite hear that. Here's what I really, really didn't like the you know as i dove deeper into articles and youtube clips i really didn't like that she was uh tamron you know asked her about the thing and then she's like well it was more than that because tamron was like hey this description could be me mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. five uh, yeah, or it could be any one of my interns or pas it could be any of us and she's like well it was more than that and we got text message from people that you know, knew Kristen or Kristen trusted, and a she throws Kristen out of the bus. B, yeah, what did you think about that? Like, if okay. that if it was me and you, and I heard you like, and you were like the more famous one, and I heard I hear you on Channel Seven at one p.m. in the <laughs> afternoon saying, "Well, it was Kristen's friends that texted." I'd be like, right. "What the hell?" Like, fuck you. Like, I felt she threw Kristen out of the bus, but also she's like these people that oh, Kristen knew or trusted or really she didn't even say that like they could have been random fans because i was doing the timeline okay when they did this it was six months after the cheating scan Uh the show had already aired when they did this shit the show had already aired everyone knew about the cheating so yeah you're gonna get haters you're gonna get super super uber britney fans going after faith hey, let's take her down. And then they're going to get Kristen, P.I., on the case, because they know that's Kristen's mojo. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And it's like, oh, well, and let's get attacked. Person was getting attacked, and we're solving crimes. Mm-hmm. It's like that is so fucking unfair. Well, first, yeah, she threw Christian under the bus, but also, who are these texts from? Who who are these trusted people? You don't fucking. They're like, oh, we met this girl, and we think she stole from us, and she says she's on Vanderpump, and her name is Faith. Okay, anyway, let's just say someone you're stealing from someone. Are you going to be like? Hey, I'm on Vanderpump Rules, and then you're gonna steal from them. Like, why are you gonna advertise that shit? That just like, it makes no sense. Sorry. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, let's think back to when that episode, when that season did air, when you know there is the the whole thing between Jax and Faith, and and then you know they talk about the recording and all of that. Okay, that happened in March. It aired. In the fall, and then Kristen and Stassi did this in January, February, March. So it was all after the fucking fact. So um, today, Kristen um, started making a lot of comments after the interview came out, and um, she was saying some pretty interesting things. Um, like, for instance, like, she was answering, you know, fans that were saying things. You know, like, she said, to be very transparent, that is truly what we thought at the time. This was about her, them thinking that it was a crime. Um, so she, like, admits that truly that's what she thought that she was I, doing. I believe they thought that. I believe they thought that. For sure. And then she answered, uh, she uh, replied to another fan and said, I called a tip hotline at the time I was told by multiple people that it was her, that she had a history, that I've admitted and have publicly and privately apologized. I should have stayed out of it, especially, and especially never brought it on social media. At the time we were filming Vanderpump Rules, and it was also a storyline, but didn't air. That's from Kristen today. And Stassi said something like that too. That so so they, I feel she like she was creating conflict, and they didn't air it. So I thought that was interesting that both of them Very decided dangerous. to bring that up today because they've been silent on that this entire time. And what that does is it points the finger back at Bravo and Production. basically basically Production, says yeah. they were a part of this too, which I feel like possibly yep. exchange, explains why producer Jerry just took off sailing around the world. Yep. And, um, you know, is he the producer that called her with her attorney oh. letting her know? Oh, oh, oh. I mean, starting from the beginning, when she said, and when Tamara's like, how did you find out? Well, that morning, first of all, Kristen didn't find out in the morning. I've heard Kristen talk about this. Kristen found out from, it was like her manager or agent or something, um, she did not hear it from a producer. So this shit made me LOL my fucking ass off. Of course Stassi heard it from her producer. Oh, who might that be, Jerry? Oh, Jerry didn't have the balls to call Kristen, but Jerry called Stassi. Oh, I heard it from my producer. Oh, and my lawyer. Kristen did not hear it from a producer. She heard it from... I. It, it's on record. It's on a podcast. She, it was like a manager or agent or her lawyer. But it wasn't fucking Jerry. Of course, Jerry called Stassi personally. Yeah. Ergo, that that explains fucking everything. Everything it, we've been saying, like, too fucking close. Mm-hmm. Step off, Jerry. Another, another comment that she made today was, the police were not called. 
There was never a police report. The police never had her name, so she was never in harm's way. I understand me speaking up about this is going to create major backlash, but I'm tired of the rumors. Neither of us are racist and have absolutely no hate. Okay, um, first of all, they both went on podcasts talking about calling the police multiple times. So that's on record, and we have that, those recordings if anyone wants to hear them. I don't believe Kristen is racist. I believe Stassi has inherent bias and racism, as she is now actually admitting in, in this interview. Um, she really is, like, you know, and, and then people on Reddit, all these people she grew up with, oh, yeah, they're she's super this she's super that okay whatever I'm just going off of what I've heard and said um, I don't think Kristen is uh, a racist do I think Stasi is a card carrying Aryan nation whatever KKK member no but I think she's racist yes her comments she has made Kristen went down for Stasi's comments Kristen was the one that targeted Faith probably more than Stassi did. Stassi got on board with Kristen's crusade. Um, I think Kristen was doing it out of uh, social warrior justice and sticking up for Brittany and like get back at a cheating person, which makes no fucking sense because Kristen's best friends are Jax. Jax is the one that cheated. Faith didn't cheat. So why would you target Faith? But I don't think Kristen is like a racist. I think Stassi has tendencies that she's not aware of or hasn't been aware of that are racist. And um, plenty of people have come through on Reddit and other platforms, how she's grown up, what she's done. And she's now said it herself. She goes, I I don't think I'm a racist, but I realize I'm not anti-racist, which I think, okay. That's a good stepping stone. You're. It was a statement, anyways. Yeah, so um, some of the other information that came out during the interview is that Stassi um, has a diversity teacher that she meets with that um, is teaching her about the history of. Um, oh, oh, black history, and once a weekend, and, and then he gives me homework, and I do black history. It's like, really? Really? I don't know. What she came out... uh, Sorry. She came out of this with saying, I realize now that all... I was that Karen. All lives matter. But all lives can't matter unless black lives matter. Really? You needed a coach for this every fucking weekend for the last four fucking months? Um, isn't that the biggest cliche out there spoken everywhere like we all use it we're all fucking Karens and Brenda's but like uh, that's what you came out of this with like yeah again like I yeah I feel like a little <laughs> bit more like um I would have liked to hear like for exactly why she is here you know like how she can like correct that behavior or whatever and I feel like it's also I'm trying to like be in the middle of this like I have my own opinion but I I also feel for her like I've tried to put myself in her shoes and say if I happen to say the things that Stassi said and do the things she did and this I got fired from Vanderpump Rules and I lost all these things how would I go about 
you know, fixing this. Like I know there is like there are certain things you have to follow. Otherwise, you are truly canceled. Like it, it, it's happened in other people's careers. So I don't know. Like I feel bad criticizing what she did with this interview, but I'm just, I'm a little disappointed. I really wish that we would have seen Faith. I wish that there would have been a little more mention of her or just, or even like if she could say, do you mind if I just say something to Faith right now publicly? You know what I mean? Like, could she have done something like that? I don't know. Instead, she was like, I realized I've learned working with the teacher Black people have been oppressed for 400 years. Yeah, it just kind of, it just wasn't. All it, lives matter. Don't, it, that doesn't matter until black lives matter. It's like, uh, duh. Yeah. Like, if you've been watching, like. The other thing that um, that I've seen brought up on social media, which I, I can't help but fully agree with, is Stasi is not a stupid girl. And that's, I feel like that's possibly like what her PR crisis team is kind of doing. They're like, you guys, she's just stupid. Ignorant. She's stupid. Yeah, she's privileged, she, ignorant. Tamron's yeah. like, so you really didn't know. You didn't know that this was, you know. And she's like, I do. I honestly didn't know. And it's like Stassi. <laughs> so you're tell. So you're a New York Times bestseller. You grew up in Louisiana. You're a college graduate. Um, like, and you didn't know this. Like, it's she's not an uneducated person. Well, I love that no Tamron calls her out on it and she's like I'm sorry um Nazi chic and she's like oh I'm just I'm privileged and I'm used to making jokes at other people's expenses and or expense and I, that's just what I'm used to I really that didn't need to that didn't that. land that didn't land for me like I I get what no. she was saying and especially you know watching the show and being a fan of the show yeah that is true and that is what she does but like that doesn't translate to like real life and like truly like like that's your job like that that that'd be like me being like I work at Chick-fil-A and I ring things up I didn't know I was just ringing it up like that makes no sense you know what I mean like I I don't know it just I felt like that like was a really dumb example and I felt like she was really standing on that as being like that's my job I make fun of people like no it's yeah it's, and I was raised you're this not way and I've always you're been not that way. funny yeah you're not that funny and what it's did like what did you the, the certain jokes you can make about yourself or you know your people as like comedians will be like oh I can make this Jewish joke or this black joke it's, yeah. it's like it's just the same thing on TikTok like oh, Hannah Brown got in trouble for this it's like oh she's you know you Holly you love rap you're gonna like I'm like I, I was trying to put together your birthday thing I'm like oh I'm not gonna play this song because I'm not the girl to put this song on for you it, it, it just it just wasn't appropriate but Hannah Brown did it and then she realized oh, okay this was not appropriate came out apologized we just got to think about like hey this isn't appropriate this isn't right whatever and she Stasi hasn't been doing that and maybe now she's doing it with her coaching but just the um the the Nazi she, oh Tamron's tone oh my gosh Tamron was on fire when she's like well and then this Oscar White thing and you and she literally read the entire paragraph and Tamron read it in that uh in a really pissed off tone Mm -hmm. snarky snarky stassi tone like i don't understand why it's always about 
black people and why they're whining. It's never about these people. And like Tamron read it perfectly and you could tell Tamron was so fucking pissed off and like shocked, shocked by it. And she's like, she goes, so I understand you're trying to do this, but is this, you know, everything's canceled. Your paychecks are canceled. So how do I know? Cause that was kind of tied into that. She's like, how do I know? Like, this isn't just an opportunity for you, a platform for you to get meetings again, because this is always going to hover over your head unless you deal with it. You know, like, I love that she called her out saying, why are you doing this interview? Is it for saving face? Because you're not getting a check and you need a check and you need to clear the shit up before you can get another check. Um, but the way she, she reread her, legit quote-unquote comments was priceless yeah yeah it was i mean i thought that it should be it should be because it was all underswept two years ago three years ago it was all fucking swept under the carpet oh she got punished for three months by sponsors and then it all and then she came back even stronger so for tamarin to bring it all up and say it in the tone she did it was kind of like I don't know a little social justice. Yeah, I know. I I know she paid for it, and it's done, and she didn't say it again. But it's kind of like, did she pay for it? Like, I don't know. It, it there were some really nasty comments. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I mean. I don't know. I just I, 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 I don't know how I feel about the whole thing. And a lot of Stassi fans are saying that they thought that Tamron was like bullying her and speaking down to her and just being, you know, like they're not happy with the way the interview was handled. And um, I, I thought that the way that it was handled was like the best part of the interview. But again, I just feel like I was hoping for a little bit more depth from Stassi. I just this was it wasn't even well I thought Tamron was really hit hard but I also thought she was very gracious because she was like well a young woman like you that has been privileged and to go through this and learn from this and bounce back I think she she said something like if you can turn the curve um, you know or learn the curve or whatever um, that's a role model and that's why I'm giving you because Tamron said she was getting a lot of heat why would you even have this person on your platform so she was getting heat for even entertaining the idea of having Stassi as a guest Mm -hmm. Um, and so she justified it by saying well look if we can educate this kind of girl who has influence and followers and and they can turn and learn um, cool and so that was her and she said I appreciate that you said this and that and you're doing this and that so I thought she was very gracious but she also like you know held her to the fire it's like you actually said these words and you could tell that Tamron was horrified she's like oh my god I can't believe you you actually said these words and she said them in the tone of like Stasi tone so she clearly did her homework but but she also you know, withdraw her bones saying, well, I appreciate you doing this. If we can change your mind, you know, there's that governor in, sorry, guys, it's Mississippi or Alabama, Wallace, George Wallace. He was the biggest racist 
bigot, persecutor, and then he got shot and he changed his whole mindset in life and became like this amazing person. So it's, I'm not going to that extreme, Stassi, but you know, shit can happen. Yeah. People can re- realize shit and look at things a different way and I don't know. I mean, yeah, she did. I mean, that's what Stassi did kind of wrap it up with saying that she wants to, you know, be a better person. She wants to be better for her daughter who, you know, she's going to be bringing into the world. And she just wants to be a better person. And, um, yeah, I mean, she did say there was a couple of things that I liked that she said um, that I feel like that would have been better if she led with that more. I don't know. She mentioned that um, she doesn't she didn't mind being canceled like she's not um, giving into like she's not saying that she was canceled from cancel culture, but that she she needed it. She needed that pause yeah. to to stop. I thought that was good. She said she's not a victim. So a lot of the things that I feel like the majority of Vanderpump Rules fans have been kind of um, upset with, like, the stand-up for Stassi page and some of the movements like that is because um, some of Stassi's biggest fans are just not seeing that, like, what she did truly could have hurt Faith. And um, I felt like by her kind of admitting that she truly did mess up and she was being a Karen and all these things, I was hoping that maybe that would kind of help everybody come together a little more on, on that, but I'm looking online and it doesn't look like it. She, and she said that, uh, her future with reality TV, that ship has sailed. Um, she said, I'm, I'm, I've taken inventory of my life and, What's best for me and my child is not getting drunk and starting conflict and misbehaving on a reality show. It's just not my journey anymore. So, I mean, I respect that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. And so everyone's like, oh, Stassi spinoff. Stas-, you know, maybe that's not her journey. Maybe she'll restart a different podcast or write a different book. Who knows? Who knows? But I, I mean, have- I appreciate her statement on that. Yeah. Um, I still don't know, like, I think a lot of her stuff, like, oh, I've been w- working with a diversity coach for three months, once a weekend, via Zoom, and he gives me homework, and I research black history. It's like, I don't know that that's really the path, but I appreciate the effort, for sure. Um, again, like you said, there's no mention of faith, and I I, I felt there's still a lot of defense mechanisms because she was like it wasn't just like when Tamron said that image could have been me or any of my PAs it wasn't just that there were text messages and there was the it was like there was she was still justifying the behavior I mean here's justifying the totally solving here's the thing that I like obviously like I feel like we aren't going to probably get these answers for like years and years but like the real the real like hard-hitting journalism that I would like to see you know maybe not on a daytime special but maybe a nighttime special with Stassi and Kristen is like let's bring the detective on for that for the girl who is in that photo like I want them to say I I want to hear from (laughs) them did they call do they have like they must have a record of it and did they catch that girl you know, like there's things like that where I feel yeah. like Kristen and Stassi in an underlying way are telling us 
have you noticed they like, like they they, they kind of almost like did you notice how they're um she's like why a year later did you bring this up about faith after you know this girl like so faith is just running around the street did you notice stassi's answer for that how she was kind of like yeah like she didn't say i can't mm-hmm. believe it like i'm sure like they're they're they have this thing hanging over their head where they're basically saying they have more intel than we know and i want to know what that is like someone out there knows and i want to know it's good it's good it, there there's more info out there and they're dodging around it mm. uh, I, sorry i don't care about their social justice warrior path I think yeah. it's misguided. I think it's misguided and a witch hunt. Oh, totally. It is. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Someone came in on the birthday thread. Kaylee Wilson turning 32 on September 24th. Light, lightening the mood here. Uh, hopefully you listen this long to hear your birthday. But I just refreshed and just saw your you know, reminder. Um, yeah, finishing up on the Stassi stuff. I just, I think, I mean, mm, probably need to happen. I think Tamron asked the right question, like, why now? You you need a paycheck. Basically, that's what Tamron said. She's like, why now? You need a paycheck, or you need to get this cleared up so you can take meetings for an, your new venture. I think she nailed it. And Stasi's like, I just want to be a better person, and I want people to think I'm a better person. I want to be a better person for my daughter. Cool, all aboard with that. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna even touch that. Cool, awesome, love that. But you know, just some of her. I didn't realize all lives don't matter until Black Lives Matter. And it's like, wow, where'd you get that off a coffee mug? Because like. Join, join the fucking club two years later. Like, really? Did you, someone just tell you that last week, Stassi? And you thought it was brilliant? Like, I'm going to use this in my interview. Like, yeah, it, it, it was, it it's was a kind- great... It's a great thought and philosophy, but really, that's what you're leading with. I also like, felt like she said it in like this sing-songy way, similar to like, I don't know what I did to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio, <laughs> and it's like, uh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I mean, TBD, yeah, so, I wish her the best with her pregnancy and healthy, happy baby and and engagement and marriage. Wish all the best for that. Um, and she's trying and growing. Absolutely, all positive. Love that. So keep that going. Um, that I guess you know that's all I'll say about it. So we have some comments from our Instagram. Um, we put a question up today saying, you know, what did you think? And we said that we'd read some of your comments. So I'm not going to call people out by name because I don't know if they're into that. So I'll just read some of the comments. Um, one comment says, I honestly think she needed to acknowledge her white privilege and uh, not understanding it until now. Um, that's true. Like, I think that I feel like... like I think she's getting it. I think she's yeah. getting it. And I feel... We, we like I was definitely waiting to hear from her and to hear what she had to say, and so it was nice to hear from her. Um, someone else said, "Glad she's doing the work, but it's once a week, and I don't find it genuine. She just wants the money." 
Um, and then someone said, I think it was uncomfortable, but these are the types of conversations that need to be had, not just with Stassi, but a lot of people. I think she was firm but fair about uh, how Tamron handled yeah. it. I think it was very strategic timing for Stassi. Like, Kristen came up before Stassi, but let's be honest, Chris, uh, Stassi's the one that has said more offensive things consistently. Like, Kristen doesn't say racist thing. She she did a really fucked up thing. Stassi has been the one that's like answering to all the things she's said. So she's the actual problem. Kristen got lumped into it because Kristen was the ringleader of the faith thing, which is super fucked up. Um, but Kristen hadn't said all the racist things Stassi had. Um, just yeah. Um, also, I feel like it was strategic in like where she is in her pregnancy. She's kind of in the middle. Like this is, you know, she's getting it done early, you know, so that now she can focus on her baby and like hopefully move on. So hopefully, like I hope she has closure, you know, for herself because I can't imagine, you know, living with this over my head. Like it's, ugh. Um, someone else said, I feel like this was not even trending. Haven't seen a video or mention of it by girl. Um, yeah, I kind of thought it was going to be a bigger deal too. Um, like you said, like I kind of pictured it being a nighttime interview and more of like a social media splash. And there was a splash, but not as big as, as I thought. No, I had to search for it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, someone else said, what do you think she'll do next? I'm not sure. Like marriage boot camp, maybe? No, she actually said, did you hear that part? No. She said, she said reality show is over. That that phase of her life is over. Oh, I, I literally quoted her. Let me find my notes. Oh, about the, <laughs> about the drinking part? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, she's like, I'm... I feel like that was specific to Vanderpump Rules, but maybe, maybe not. Um, okay, someone else said, I want to believe her, but it sounded like PR 101. Um, someone else said, really enjoyed it. She looked like an idiot, and it made her look worse by Stassi. Um, sad that at age 30 plus, you have to be taught about racism after a scandal versus self-education. Um, Stassi didn't have an answer about her recent assignment. A bias test isn't studying yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, I mean, and then when Tamron asked her about the Nazi chic photo, or, cap, you know, she said, oh, that was just in poor taste. It was a joke in poor taste, which it was. It was in poor taste, but yeah. it's just, it's an overall theme and consistency, and... I mean, I overall, know. I think that, um, you know, everyone wants her to learn, and we hope that she, you know that yeah that hopefully this having this conversation and this awkward interview that just happened today maybe this is you know you can have a dialogue with your friend about this sort of thing and maybe it's helpful to other people i hope it is and i hope she learned her lesson and yeah i, don't know what I else mean she was say. saying the worst thing for her she said was being labeled a racist she worried about going to the grocery store or restaurant what were people looking at her like that and she's like that's just something she's learned and um oh i thought this was interesting too so when she was talking about reality tv she said 
that ship has sailed. I've taken inventory of my life and what's best for me and my child is not getting drunk and starting conflict, uh, conflict and misbehaving on a reality show. It's not my journey anymore. But they also, cool, got that. So you're saying no more reality. So let's hold her to her <laughs> coattails. Um, but she also asked her about the lack of diversity on VPR. And she goes, we've noticed. But it's been says, brought up to us. And she goes, but I can't help who works at the restaurant. And I'm like thinking, well, you don't. Christian doesn't. Basically, none of you really do. Um, and also, the people that work at the restaurant are very diverse. Mm-hmm. I felt very, I felt like, yeah. once again, that was another callback to production to, yep. to say, you know... There you go. Yeah, we've noticed, but we, for her to say we can't help who works at the restaurant, that's a big load of fucking bullshit. People that work at the restaurant, they're very diverse. That's crazy. I mean, well, I wouldn't say very, but, you know. More than the show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was... There was, like I said, there was a couple of things that were very just, pointed in that interview where she blame was... Blaming it on production mm-hmm. and Lisa at that point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she threw I, she threw Kristen under the bus, production, Lisa, God. you know, basically anyone she could. Like, But not Jax. She does not want to throw Jax under the bus because she God, doesn't I'd want be to see... I was Kristen. I was she, she didn't want to see any of, you know, she doesn't want to see anyone fired, not Jax. Okay, so you guys that didn't watch the interview and aren't going to watch, Tamron basically, well, flat out says, so you and Christian were fired over this accusing Faith of this crime she didn't commit. Well, your co-worker, Jack Taylor, also accused her of this crime, but yet he's not fired. Do you think he should be fired? She flat out says that. And Stassi gets all uncomfortable. She's like, well, I don't want to see any of my friends fired, so I'm not going to speak to that. But again, Kristen doubling down. Kristen's best friends with Jax, but targeted Faith. Stassi. Stassi, Jax fucked you over. What did Faith ever do to you, Stassi? Fucking nothing. She did nothing to you, Stassi. Jax fucked you over so many times and you're sticking by him? Good luck with that. Yeah. Gross. I don't know. It's just weird. It's it, yeah. fucking weird. It is. Like, and not, I understand. It doesn't like, make sense. <laughs> I understand, like, the OG thing and the bonding thing. But here's the deal. Like, Sandoval and Ariana, they don't talk to Jax. And they haven't in a year. Okay? Um, Sheena. Just, like, they put her on the outs Jackson, Brittany and Brittany, Sheena was Brittany's best friend, her first friend like they I mean, I'm sure they're fine but they're not fucking close mm-hmm. you can just tell you can tell who hangs out with who and who talks about who, it's like they're just users and uh, let's stick together in this. and Stasi, like he fucked you over so hard I don't understand this mentality. And now you're sticking up for Jax more than Kristen? 
what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, it was very Gross. bizarre. Very, very bizarre. If you read into that interview, it is very weird. I always put my money on Kristen over Jax, and she's doubling down on Jax and fucking Kristen again. It's like, fuck you. Just because Kristen and do you think, like, talks do you, too much about her un, un, like successful relationship with Carter, it's like, that's worth dealing with. But, uh, yeah, do you think if the roles were reversed that Jax would be that loyal to Stassi? Never. Never. Wherever the opportunity is that serves him better is where he will go. Yeah. Always. Always. Yeah. Gross. Well, I'm glad I'm not them. So, cool. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, anyway. so that was... But I feel I feel relieved that it's over with. You know, it's like, okay, we heard from her. That's how she feels. This is where we are. Um, I don't feel like it's like, you know, wrapped she up like a, a little present, but it, it was okay. Yeah, she said she's not mad at cancel culture, which she used to hate. Um, she's She was over it, over it. I'm tired of when she was canceled before. Mm-hmm. She went on rampages about cancel culture, and now she's like, actually, I'm fine with it. I needed it. And true, true that. She yeah. did need it. And wait, there was cool. a quote that I had from. Let me see if I can find this really quick. Oh, Jax has been going off on his tweets today too. He's on one. Um, oh. Where is Kristen's boyfriend? Okay, Kristen's boyfriend. Um, he was also in that same thread where Kristen was commenting, and he said, "For those of you who would twist." every word Kristen and Stassi say say against them, I pose a simple question. Is it possible to, one, admit your faults, grow, change, and be an ally, and at the same time, in all caps, two, correct falsities and explain motive, or is it simply impossible to do both? So, I mean, Kristen's man is deep, and he... I mean, he's having her back. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool, yeah. I mean, good for her. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and true. Like, I understand. Like, okay, explain your position. Share receipts. Show background. Whatever. Like, I, I think Stassi and Christian are in two different positions. But, unfortunately, they were lumped together along with Max and Brett. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think they're two different mindsets. Yeah. Um, I think Kristen was just really like overzealous on A, she was bored. B, she's super protective of her friends. C, she loves stalking and revenge. And I think that's what is driving her. I don't think race is driving her. And I'm not saying race is driving Stassi. I think Stassi just has more of a inherent bias of, of like a... Mm, you know, well, it was just, I think she has know, something more than Kristen has. Yeah, it was just in the way that she, and I think it hit me harder than like maybe like the regular fan of Stassi or something is that I know when Stassi is bragging about something that she didn't do. It was the giddy way that she was taking credit for the work that Kristen did yeah, or the yeah. fact that they they were, quote, solving this crime. It was it was there was something about it that just made it grosser and um and just did. different and she really did yeah Kristen did do the legwork yeah which doesn't which we shouldn't glorify because that's the gross no. fucking work that yes. was done yes 
but then co-tailing off of it and taking credit for it as she really did and then taking it to social media and the way that she did and broadcasting it on this podcast i mean it it really was taken five steps further than anything that Kristen did Kristen did the work but stassi took it to this different level and yeah just yeah Yeah. and yeah made it gross totally grosser exactly exactly well oh well wait it was already fucking gross. If you're calling the police and calling the military. Yes. Yeah, okay, you can't get any grosser. But then to brag about it and then also to brag about something oh your friend did and you're gonna take that's even fucking grosser. So the bragging's gross. The action is the the worst fucking thing. But then bragging about it is like oh, you know what? Okay, guess what? People there's this movie called The Accused. Jodie Foster won an Oscar for it. True story. She was raped, but the people that were cheering it on and making it happen were prosecuted. The actual rapists weren't convicted. It was the people cheering it on. And that's kind of what I feel like this is. They were cheering it on and making it happen and making gross shit happen. And that's how this feels. It's icky. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't actually do the fucking rape, but they they encouraged it and cheered it on. And like, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make this happen. Let's set this up. Let's create a scenario where we have people tweeting us and messaging us to See, say, it's like, I, I just, think it's her. I think just it's like her. how we're talking this through right now. I think that's all I was looking for Stassi to do in this interview was to talk this through with Tamron and kind of explain and, and at the horrified like steps of what happened to faith. Like I wish that she would have said, you know, um, shout out to faith who also recently just had a daughter. Does she have a daughter or a son? I forgot. Um, but you know, and what, what I potentially had made her go through because of the, the jokes that I was telling, you know, like she could have, she could have taken us through those steps of empathizing with what someone goes through. Her son's going to Google and see this story. And it's yeah. not great. It's mm-hmm. not great for Faith. It's not great for her son to see, oh, Jezebel cheating, and that's what you're going to see. Hopefully now, by the time he's, you know, Googleable, he's going to see Trailblazer. She stood up for herself, and it was rectified. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's both going to come up, but I'm glad she was able to get her voice out. And... Okay. It's like the, the the footnote when the newspaper gets something wrong and they make the correction on the back page. It's like we didn't want that for Faith, and nor did she. And thank God the media didn't either. Yeah, she came on ours, and then after that, she she got all all over everything, TMZ and us and whatever. So cool, awesome. So hopefully that isn't her redemption story. Is not a footnote. And that's what I hope that her children will see is that, you know, she fought for herself and she's an example of what can happen with white privilege and persecution and whatnot. So I hope that's what her child sees Mm -hmm. is not like Jezebel. They see this. Totally. the The great outcome of what's happening and hopefully that will change over time and those 
bad Googleable things. But don't you think? Don't you think varied. that should have been said in the interview? Don't you think Stassi should have said, "I hope that my daughter sees that like I messed up and that I'm going to make this right. Like I I'm going to like that wasn't that wasn't the 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 feeling I got when I was done with the interview. I walked away kind of like dumbfounded. Like was that good for Stassi's career? Was that bad? Did that help Faith? Did that hurt Faith? Like I was just kind of left like confused and like. I, I don't know. I just, I don't know that it got the job done, but it, it's a start, I guess. Yeah. I have to watch it in full sequence. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was only, wa- I was watching clips out of sequence, so I need to watch from front to beginning to get the real full yeah. feeling yeah. like you did. Yeah. So. Totally. Okay, you guys. Well, okay. thank you cool. so much for listening and going through this with us. And we will be back soon and hope everybody has a good week. Cool. Bye. Okay, bye.